0: The DC-9 had a trap door in the cockpit floor that was hard to distinguish from the metal floor around it. The door led to an area that contained electronic equipment with enough room inside for a mechanic to work. Once we hit cruise on the way to Houston, Bob opened the trap door, entered the compartment, and closed the door behind him. I rang the flight attendant call button and Pid answered. Hey, what can I do for you? Pid, would you come to the cockpit for a minute? What you want? I'm kind of busy she said, sticking her head in the cockpit. The company called, and they want to talk to Captain Norris. Would you get him back up here? Pid left to find Bob. Some minutes later, she returned more serious than before. I can't find him. This is important, I said. You didn't look hard enough. He must be in the laboratory in the back or visiting with a passenger. Go find him now. This time she left without making a smart remark. When she returned next, she looked frightened. She came into the cockpit and closed the door behind her. "'Steve, I can't find him. I've looked in all the seats and in all the laboratories. He's not on this airplane.' "'You, uh, don't suppose we left him in Memphis?' "'Left him? How could you leave the captain?' "'I I I don't know. I guess it just got busy and didn't notice.' I, "'I don't understand. Can you land without him?' "'I don't know. I guess I'll have to try. The one thing we don't want is for anybody else to know the danger here.' "'I'm going to be very busy. "'You need to go back and don't bother me "'unless I ring for you "'and don't say a word about this to anybody.' "'But now she was pale "'and looked like she was about to cry. "'She uttered a weak "'Yes, sir,' and left. "'I tapped on the trap door "'and Bob came out and took his seat. "'Just before starting our descent for landing, "'I rang Pid to come up. "'When she entered and saw Bob in his seat, "'her eyes widened, "'but before she could say anything,' "'He asked her for a cup of coffee. "'What? "'Where have you been? "'What's going on?' "'Calmly, Bob said, "'What do you mean? "'I've been here the whole flight.' "Uh "'Uh-uh, you've done something. "'I don't understand.' "'Once again, Bob asked for his coffee. "'She left and returned with the coffee, "'handed it to him, "'and departed without saying anything else. "'After landing, "'Pid returned to the cockpit "'to report that one of the coffee-makers "'was not working, "'her officious demeanor restored.' Bob, in an irritated tone, said, "'I cannot record that in the logbook. It is unsafe to fly with an inoperable coffee maker. Didn't you read the safety bulletin on that coffee maker before you came on this trip? That is part of your professional responsibilities, to read the bulletin board.' "'I didn't know. Are you sure?' "'Of course I'm sure. You surely didn't try to use it.' I I I "'I think I might have.' "'You're lucky you didn't cause a fire. "'From now on, be sure to perform your pre flight duties before you come on board.' "'Yes, sir.' "'After we landed and Pitt had finished all her duties with our final flight, "'I watched her cut a beeline to the flight attendant lounge "'to read the safety items on the bulletin board. "'But Bob Norris did not get his reputation by not finalizing his jokes.' He had left the airplane soon after we arrived at the gate and went to operations to secure a paper with an official letterhead. When Pitt arrived at the bulletin board, there was the phony safety memo about the fire hazard from faulty coffee makers.